to finding calm in the chaos. I am Denise, and this is my podcast. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to another episode of Finding Calm in the Chaos. I'm Denise, and happy Wednesday. We're back. Appreciate your patience. Oh, my God. Um, So my laptop crossed the Rainbow Bridge, and Mr. Sith replaced my hard drive and did some other memory mumbo-jumbo that I have no idea what it is, but let me just tell you, my computer is like the shizzle right now. Literally, you can turn it on in like three seconds. It's amazing. It used to take like 10. But um, I think in the future, when I tell um, Mr. Sith that the computer's really slow, um, that he needs to not just blame it on our internet, which is crappy, by the way. But I'm just saying, you know what I mean? I've been complaining for a while. So it's all stressed. He did me right. And I'm super excited about it. So we're back today. I'm calling this episode a Mississippi um, because we're going to talk about how to handle stressful situation tips. So obviously I've been under a little stress lately. Okay. So I'm not used to living alone uh, or not alone in my house. Right. So I just like Mr. Sith and Peter here with my dogs. Currently the parentals are here and um, you know, they do something. They're 73 and 83. They do things their way. It's not the way I do shit. And um, when grandpa tries to help and put stuff away um, in random drawers, it's fun. It's like a it's like a search for where your shit is in the kitchen every morning. Fun times. But there are times that like I'm finding that it's getting stressful because they're not following my house rules. And I don't know how that ever happens when your parents move in with you. But I will tell you that um, it's super difficult to do things in your house or or you behave a certain way. So for those of you who listen, you know I'm, I'm particularly not a morning person. Um, I like to get up in the morning. I like nobody to speak to me while I drink coffee and make you your breakfast. And um, then after I have my coffee and stuff, then we're all cool. But um, I don't want you to ask me about stuff. I don't want you to tell me what I want you to do today because that's another thing I can't stand. I do not like when Mr. Sith asks me to write him a list. Um, I have about currently in my head about 697 and a half lists for me to do in the next six years. And it does not allow any space for writing another grown adult a list. And so it's first thing in the morning and I got Grandpa asking me, so what do you want me to do this morning? And I'm like, um, I don't, I don't want to do anything. I would like you to stop speaking to me, but, um, okay. Like, can somebody have space in the morning? Um, so this has been, I've been getting agitated by it. So I decided I'm just start doing breathing techniques. And so one of the things that I was doing is one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi. I'm not kidding. Like, this is where I've got, guys. Um, I mean, when you notice you're in a stressful situation, like, you got to pause for the moment, right? So I get a trigger right away because I'm just like, wow, 
can't people just leave an adult alone in the morning? Like I got, you're overstimulated anyway, right? We talked about that. As moms, we're so overstimulated. Everybody's calling our name. Everybody wants something. We have 60 things planned. We're planning ahead. Like right now, if I got hit by a car, who the fuck is going to make breakfast? I got permission from the sponsor to swear. I'm just saying it came out, but I already talked to the sponsor this month and we good to go. Um, but like, I literally have to take a minute to like relax my muscles because I'm finding that I'm walking around with my shoulders up in the air again, like super tense. And I really need to stop and like take a deep mindful breath. And you know, I don't need a guided video. There's guided videos out there, but I literally had just been doing like one Mississippi, two Mississippis. Um, I usually am up to about 20 before I'm even feeling that my body's coming down, but it does come down. Like it literally will slow your breathing and return your body to a resting state that really helps. Um, and breathing exercises are probably you know, in reality, the most accessible coping mechanism to pretty, that it's available to everybody, right? Um, so I would recommend like, that's where you start. I'm not a therapist, but I'm someone who's super damn stressed and this works for me. <laughs> One Mississippi, two Mississippi. Um, just take a deep breath. It really will help you like press a reset button and it creates this like small pocket of space between you and the stressful situation that you're in and it gives you room to respond intentionally to what's happening instead of reacting emotionally and that's what i've been doing um there's lots of different breathing techniques to me they're like super complicated and for me i'd rather just do the one mississippi two mississippi three mississippi and i'd be pouring my cold brew for mississippi <laughs> just you got to do what you got to do but here are some other things because I really needed. I was talking to my therapist today and we were talking about other things that I can use to help me mediate these situations where I'm literally my, my whole body freezes up, guys. It's horrible. And you know what? Before I get into number two, okay, so we know where you need to breathe and all that. I wanted to give a shout out to a listener and an online friend, Carla. Uh, Carla sent me a just a random Facebook messenger, I think it was, uh, message. And she basically, it, it just hit at the right time. I always tell people like, and I do this myself, like all of a sudden I'll be like scrolling or if anything happens or somebody, you know, influences me or has some sort of effect on me in a positive way, I will literally just reach out to them randomly and be like, you know what? That post like meant everything today. I hope you're doing cool. Um, and you're doing well, but your post spoke to me today. So you have a great day. Thank you for like literally making me smile this morning or whatever it was. And Carla sent me a message and I will tell you, I, Carla, I'm assuming you listen, but it really, really, really came at the exact perfect moment. And it was, I was so worried about not being able to record as freely as I normally do. And she basically sent me a text that was like, I know that, you know, you care or you might care about like dogs barkings or interruptions or doors slamming, you know, while you're recording the podcast, but I actually don't care. And it's kind of like, you know, part of life. And I, I find them, you know, enjoyable. And I was like, oh my God, 
totally made my day. Um, and I'm not going to lie. We cried a little, Carla. Cried a little in a good way. So I appreciate you. Love you, girl. Um, moving into number two. So number one, you're in a stressful situation. You want to kind of release the anxiety and stress. Tip number one, breathe, right? One Mississippi, two Mississippi. You don't have to say it out loud. If you want to say it out loud, you can say it out loud. I don't. I might not. Maybe I do. I don't even know because I'm like in a zone just trying to control my response. Because again, you can't control the situation, but you control your emotional response to it. And when you give your time just to breathe a little bit, it helps you reel it in. So you're answering like an adult <laughs> and not like a child, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, move your body. So when you're faced with stress, your body is always going to respond with you know, the fight, flight, or freeze. Okay. That's just kind of how it works. And it might look like an increased heart rate, shallow breathing, mental, you know, muscle tension, like things, physical reactions when your body is responding to a threat, right? And, and anxiety or stress is a threat to the body. And moving your body will help relieve that physical stress, right? Which in turn then, soothes your psychological stress. Um, I I know a lot of people don't believe this, but and I personally don't do it. I should, but I don't do it as often as I can. But movement literally helps your body like complete the stress cycle response. It allows you to come back to the balance when you stop the activity and you rest. So like if you're in a complete fight, flight, or freeze situation, if you just start walking, getting on a bike, sitting down and stretching, just going out into the yard and doing circles, you know, I've done that in my bathroom, just paste, just paste. I mean, you know, it doesn't have to mean you go to a gym or have like a full workout session, right? But literally just 10 minutes of, you know what? I used to do this all the time. I'm not even embarrassed to say it, but I used to go into my bedroom um, when I was younger, living at home. But also when I was an adult, I did it as well. And I lived alone. I would put a set of headsets, a headset on, and I would put on music. And it usually was some sort of like Euro club music. And then I would blast it and dance in my living room or my bedroom. And I would do that for like maybe 30 minutes. Now, Technically, according to these studies, you only need 10, a 10 minute solo dance in the middle of your day, taking the stairs instead of the elevator, parking at the furthest spot. Let me just tell you about this parking thing. Okay, so I have lupus for those of you who are maybe just tuning in. So I have a handicap spot, right? I got a ton more wrong with me, but let's, lupus is the big one. And so, I, I always say I'm going to park at the, <laughs> the furthest spot or a farther spot. But for me, like, I always feel like if I did that um, or I do that, then I got bags and I'm coming out and I'm like, oh, come on now. I got to like drag all this stuff out. And I'm not just saying like when you're at the grocery store, you got a cart. But like if you're shopping for like Christmas, yeah, no, sorry. Uh, sorry, not sorry. Like I'm parking in the handicap spot it is what it is. Um, but 10 minute solo dance party, all you need. I went longer. I did sometimes 30, 40 minutes. It's probably why I was thinner back then too. 
um, and take the stairs instead of the elevator. Um, that means not an escalator because you actually have to move up. Hey, I know how I think, so I'm just trying to clarify stuff here. I know how your brains work. Um, number three, reframe your perspective because sometimes a small shift in your mindset can make a huge difference, right? Um, when you're facing a stressful situation, just try like grabbing a pen and paper and writing about the situation. Explain on paper why it's stressful and describe how it's making you feel like in your body, in your mind. And then that quick journaling exercise can just literally give you some extra perspective and insight into how you're really feeling or what's triggering that. And it might make help you make like decisions or realize like that the situation itself won't last forever, but actually what's might be causing your triggers. And so I know that um, I kind of do like a brain dump. So I don't make, I make a mental list because because I grew up in Chicago and went to Chicago public schools. And the rule is, is if you don't want anybody to know your business, you don't write it down. So I don't kind of write things down anymore. Um, I will literally only um, do mental notes in my head. I'm just saying. Um, but by doing that, it allows you to kind of categorize and compartment. Uh, I can never say that word. Compartmentalize, right? Compartmentalize stress, right? In a way that's going to help you be like productive rather than overwhelmed or at least less overwhelmed, right? But um, when you're checking things off from a list, you can feel satisfying. It can be, you know, I'm a to-do list person, but just not with my feelings. Number four. Okay. We're moving on to number four. Make time for you. We all suck in this ladies. Let's just, you know, we either make too much time for ourselves as a, or it's not enough time, but you've got to schedule downtime into your week when possible. I literally have to schedule mine. Like right now, I feel like when I have downtime, people are like, what are you doing? Can I do anything? Do you need anything? What can I do for you? I'm like, I, what you can do for me is get the hell out of my face because I'm by myself. Like, hello? Because sometimes like by the time I can have downtime, I'm in my pajamas. I can't just like go to a coffee shop and chill like I used to. It just doesn't work that way. Um, but you, you know, they say set boundaries with others in your life to make this possible. Yeah, that was literally probably, you know, thought of by somebody who doesn't have their parents living in their house. Just saying, <laughs> just going to put that out there. Um, because you do not have to earn a right to rest. Now, this is something that I suffer from. It's like self-inflicted. I'm like the murder of self resting because rest is a necessary human function, man. And my worth is not measured by my productivity and I'm not worth anything to Peter or Mr. Sith or even the freaking dogs at this point, if I'm just a mess, but I am finding that I was sleeping so well after Europe and then suddenly I'm struggling again. And that's because I'm carrying it to bed with me because I'm not having downtime. And I know that it's not always possible, but you, that's why I got to make time, right? Because I have to do what I can to enjoy even the smallest moments throughout the day and take little tiny things to recharge. Like when I want a cup of coffee in the morning while I'm making breakfast, while nobody's talking to me. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, um, we're going to take a little break here. 
for our September sponsor. And we'll be right back. Today's episode of Finding Calm in the Chaos is sponsored by SJE Real Estate. SJE Real Estate specializes in purchase of distressed properties. Think as-is homes, hoarder houses, unwanted inheritance properties, brick and mortar real estate that needs some TLC. SJE Real Estate specializes in the great state of Texas and is woman owned. A lot of people are enduring some very tough times right now and SJE Real Estate helps relieve some of the overwhelming pressure for those who are in the process of pre-foreclosure and even those who are struggling to keep up with property taxes. Because SJE Real Estate is family owned, you aren't just another property, you're a person. If you're not sure if SJE Real Estate can help you, all consultations are free and we'll discreetly discuss your specific situation to come up with a solution to help you. SJE Real Estate is professional and knowledgeable and helps you through the process, facilitating quick closings and getting you paid quickly as possible. As an extra comfort, SJE will not only supply you with all your moving boxes, but if you're willing to move within 50 miles from your old house to your new house, they'll help you move. I personally know the owner of SJE and know the care and pride she puts into her business. Contact SJE Real Estate today at 1-817-668-5857 and tell them you heard their promotion on this podcast. Again, that's SJE Real Estate at 1-817-668-5857. Hello, we're going back here. It is me, Denise, and we're coming back and we're talking about tips that we can use to reduce stressors. My favorite, one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi, and I will do it all the way up to like, I'm about 20, 25 or kind of gal. Um, so we were talking about the different things that you can do. Um, a little recap, obviously, um, pause and take a breath. Um, move your body, reframe your perspective, make time for you. It's hard for us to do that one. Uh, number five, okay, we'll jump right into it here, is taking it one stressor at a time. <sighs> Man, this one is hard because in life, when you're, when you're talking about the reality of it all, how often does just one stressful thing come at you at once, right? Because I'm telling you, when the devil works, he takes a whole repertoire of stuff and just throws it at you. He's not just like pulling a card out of a deck. He's literally like, you know, flipping the deck at you. Um, but when everything does feel like it's happening all at once, you really have to triage your stressors just as you like go to an ER. All right. And I'm speaking flat out as an ER person, right? Worked there for a long time. You have to triage emergencies as they're coming in by the level of severity and the urgency in the matter. And in order to do this, you need to take a brief pause so that you can take a look at everything that's stressing you out, right? Because often, oftentimes, trying to keep everything accounted for in our minds can become overwhelmed. 
like overwhelming. I don't even know. What did I say? Overwhelm? Oh my gosh. You guys, I have issues speaking. Um, and this is the thing. Like, it's hard to take one thing at a time because we life just gives you more stuff than one thing at a time. And it is what it is, but it's difficult to do that. I can tell you that at any given time, I've got like 50 things running through my mind. And I think this is pretty prevalent in most women. And I'm sure men have this too, but I think women's priorities or these stressors are most likely related to household and family. Um, and of course, finances as well. But running a household along with everything, like I can't even tell you, like, again, I, if I don't get up and have like breakfast, lunch, and dinner planned for everything, I mean, Peter has to be fed. I have to feed the dogs. Uh, now I have parents here. Um, we have to do this. We have to do that. It's like, if I don't cook, I would like to just sit down and know that no matter what, somebody's just going to cook for me that day. I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to figure it out. I don't have to know what I have a taste for. Just going to show up on my plate. Like, I would like that at least once a month. I don't think that's asking too much. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But when that happens, that means we have to order out. So what happens when we order out in this house? Nobody has a taste for anything until I mention it. And then I'll say, I want this. And then 16 other advices will come at me, suggestions. And I'm like, well, I just asked everybody what they had a taste for. I went completely what I wanted because nobody spoke up. Now everyone, y'all picking stuff I can't even eat. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's crazy what we deal with as women and moms and, and running the family. And sometimes we just have to do that. Um, so number six, <sighs> one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi, um, eat a balanced diet. You guys, I'm going to be straight up, tell you the straight up facts. I'm eating like shit. Poop galore. In fact, I, in, in the world that I live in, I may actually be eating diarrhea at this point. Okay. I know that's like TMI, but whatever. Um, because research actually shows a link between high stress levels and the consumption of highly processed foods. Oh boy. Um, I don't know that I'm eating highly processed foods in that I'm not eating the foods that I normally eat because I have parentals here. They eat the shittiest diet on the face of this earth. And I've talked about it before. I have no idea how people survive. And I, you know, I was talking to other people with parents in the same age range. And it's interesting because apparently if you're over the age of 70, there's a predominant group of parentals in their seventies and eighties who literally have sustained themselves all day on coffee, soda pop, sweet rolls, coffee cakes, and ice cream. It's mind-boggling to me completely um, that if I choose to eat certain ice creams, like I have to go out of my way to buy certain brands and it's just not enjoyable anymore. So then you just cheat thinking you deserve it and then you feel like poop for four days. And in my case, literally poop for four days. It's just a pain in the ass. But stress also leads people to overeat. It's just kind of like the vicious circle here, right? or choose sugary and fatty foods. It's just what happens. It's what your body craves immediately. So eating a balanced diet that contains like fruit, vegetables, fish, 
nuts, all things that I absolutely love, right, can provide your body with nutrients that it needs to regulate stress. And staying hydrated helps too. And a lot of people always ask me, like, what hydrated means. Like, I I drink eight glasses of water. I'm like, well, define water. Because, like, I have, like, a 62-ounce, like, cup that I walk around with all day. Like, do you drink eight of those? Or do you drink eight, eight ounces of water? Because that's, like, old school theory. Like, you don't do that anymore. So the rule of thumb is you drink half of your body weight. So if you weigh uh, 300 pounds you would drink half your body weight in ounces of water. So you would need to drink 150 ounces of water a day. If you weigh 100 pounds, you need to drink 50 ounces of water a day. You dig me? There you go. Um, And last but not least, getting enough sleep. Because when you're stressed, your body needs more sleep and rest and lack of quality sleep, keyword there, quality can make symptoms of like mental health conditions worsen like what stress anxiety and depression right the trifecta it is like i talked about earlier in this podcast i was totally on schedule sleeping like eight hours a night seven eight hours like it's insane for me um after we came back from europe it was like the time change just triggered something in me but since the parentals have been here, I'm struggling. So, because I'm I'm going to bed with all of this, these stupid stressors, and I'm not managing them properly. So, it's important that that happens, right? Because besides exercising and eating a balanced diet, I mean, you could probably invest in just it should be first line. Let, let's put that out. There's tons of stuff that can help you, like yoga and, you know, uh, breathing stuff, meditation courses, all of this stuff you can do. All of that decreases stress and anxiety, okay? But diet and exercise should always be first line because if lifestyle modifications alone have not helped, then you got to start talking to a therapist, right? Because something's going on that's causing these thinking patterns are like maladaptive. So you have to figure out why these maladaptive thinking patterns are causing you stress and anxiety. And you can't really work through that yourself. You need a therapist. That's why I love mine. Just saying. Um, But when a person experiences stress, which is cortisol, right? Cortisol is a stress hormone that is released in the body. And overexposure to cortisol and other stress hormones, because there's other ones, but cortisol is the big one. It can disrupt almost all of your body's processes. Like it can literally cause diarrhea. Like I'm not even joking. It can cause constipation. Okay, it puts you at an increased risk for many mental health problems in addition to the physiological ones. Um, so just, you know, try to do your best. Hey, if all else fails, one Mississippi, two Mississippi, because these are the things that are happening with the increased cortisol levels, depression, headaches, intestinal problems. We already talked about those, right? Weight gain, increase in blood pressure, poor sleep, poor appetite, right? If you're a younger person, I'm past this door, but (laughs) disruption in ovulation or your regular menstruations, sexual dysfunction, these are all part of having increased cortisol levels, right? 
When there's a disruption in sleep, appetite, and mood to the point where it interferes with your day-to-day functioning, you got to see a therapist. It's not just don't live like that. Get the help. It's so much better. And it's it's just you can work this out. If we just practice these things, we really have to start respecting and understanding our bodies. They're such complex things. God made us so complex, but they're such easy things to take care of. I mean, breathing, resting, eating well, just these things that we just reviewed through today are so simple. It's just applying them. We're so stubborn as a society. We want everything. We, we live in an instant society. Everything happens instantaneously. And it just doesn't work that way. It took us how many years to get this jacked up? It's not going to take us three days to like fix ourselves. It's a work in progress. Ah, you know what I'm saying? Anyway, that's all I got for today. I did want to um, thank you all for listening and being patient with me and all of that. Um, Also, again, I'm loving that I have the Finding Calm in the Chaos Manifestation Kit. That is through Dear Universe. They've partnered with me to do this beautiful box with amethyst, black tourmaline, citrine, sodalite, lavender sage, dickin, and palo santo. Um, You can go to their website. Um, It is actually on uh, all of my link trees, um, but the promo code to get $10 off the kit is Calm in the Chaos Kit. That's also on the link tree. Um, But it's really pretty, and it looks so nice in a little dish. I have one on my desk, and it's beautiful. And they make for nice gifts, too, to help reduce stress. And they could look at them and sit down and maybe have a meditative thing and do one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi, right? And always don't forget, live the day leading with kindness. (laughs) 